And then it, when it lists the brocha, it says, Abrocha Asher Tishmil. That's the lotion of the apostle. The brocha will be Asher Tishmil. So the Mephoshim will ask, really, I'll predict to it should say, Abrocha Im Tishmil. The brocha will be, if you listen. If you listen, you'll get this brocha. That's the way it should, L'choyre, that's the way it should read. Behemis by the klola, Taka says it that way. Logabi the klola, it says, Vahaklolo imlois ishme. As I state. So, many, many different mahalchim and achroinim had to be miyashiv. The diktuk of this pasuk. But I want to be oimit on an akudir from Dubna Magid. Set over by Rabbi Shulay Diskin, a beautiful Mahalach in this Posak, and maybe tie it in a little bit to the end, where the Pasha talks about Stoke and Take. The Haftoyer uh, is also Mamshech with the Indian of Stoke. Chazal say, Thou shalt attack on the Haftoyer. That the ghoul is only going to be Bishchus Atzloke. Because the lotion of the Posek in the Haftar is Yeshayin and Dalit, Posek Yudalit, Bitstoko to Koinini, Rachaki Meoishek Iloisigoi. So the lotion of Bitstoko to Koinini, Chazal say, is that the Tzloke itself is going to be Machoinin, it's going to be the foundation of the ghoul. Why does Tztoka take up such a role? Now, in the Psukim of Tztoka that we find in this week's Pausha, the Psukim are very redundant. So I'll just be aiming on a little bit. First of all, Pasuk says, Loisameitz, Loisikfoitz, Pasoyach Tiftach. These are all different Psukim that are really alluding to the same thing. Basically saying you should be generous. But instead of the terrorist, I'm saying to be generous, the terror goes out of its way and and gives us a description of what's going on in your psyche, in your life, in your yodayim. And Taka describes the different things that go through a person. Very often a person has a machshava toiva, but he has a problem giving. Sometimes a person gives, he has he has a royal wave, his heart is not in it. These are all psychological aspects of the human being that get triggered when it comes to time for stalking. But for some reason, the Torah integrated all of these machshavas and maizim into the midst of stalk. It shows why the Torah should did that. Why the Torah integrate all of this into the mitzvah of Tzedakim. There's a fascinating Gemara in Sukkot, which really seems to be misnagged a little bit of what we know from the Tshuva Sarajbe. 
And that is that the Gemara says in the end of Sukkot, the fifth parak in Sukkot, ain't stoker mishtalemes elu lufi chesed shibo. Tztoker is only paid based on how much the person giving the tztoker is thinking and trying to help the honey. Similarly, you find in the Gemara of Abbasra, giving stock only has a certain amount of brachas. Somebody is mevocha, he blesses the honey, he gets many more brachas. On the other hand, we know that the Rashbi explains in his Chuvis that stoke, chesed bechlal, shaloy lishmo, is different than a regular mitzvah shaloy lishmo. A regular mitzvah shaloy lishmo is a it's a big flaw in the mitzvah. It's a, it's a real blemish. It's a mum. It's something really lacking in the mitzvah. In fact, the Gemara seems to say that the only reason why a person should do a mitzvah shaloy lishmo is because eventually, mitach shaloy lishmo, bo lishmo. Eventually, you'll come to lishmo. But it's a real chesaron in the mitzvah. The Rashmi explains that that's only by a mitzvah that doesn't have a toitzor like tztok and chesed. But if the Torah wants that you or you should benefit somebody else, that's a mitzvah that has an outcome. So that kind of mitzvah, the Torah's main focus is the outcome should happen. And that's why even Shaloy Lishmo is also a mitzvah. Brought down many times in different shiurim. I stickle tshuva from the tzitzeliezer that he brings down in his tshuvas. A gavaldik dehel that Reb Chaim Berlin zeichet tzadik levrocha the Rav in Yerushalayim said by the I believe it was the uh, groundbreaking or cornerstone laying of Sharet Tzedek Hospital. Which is the, old, the oldest hospital, and he was telling the Bnei Terah that they have to raise money to help to help with the hospital. At that point, there was no money, and Abchayim Balin said, "I'm going to He said, "Agam that we know that any mitzvah veres is nitche from is nitche is doichet al Any mitzvah veres comes your way." Allah is you close your Gemara to do the mitzvah. If that mitzvah is going away, if that mitzvah can't be miskayim, if that mitzvah is going to go dormant, so you have, you have to close your Gemara to the mitzvah. Chaim Balin said a klal. He said that's only if you're doing the mitzvah lishma. But in order for a mitzvah to be deich, it has to be lishma. Shaloi lishma, you can't be deich. And this is a klal that many of the Achroinim say by Asayi say That if you're doing a mitzvah Shaloi Lishma, we don't say the rule of Asayi say That whole rule of Asayi say doesn't apply. And that's how they learn over the Abashol in Mesechus Yevomis that he says that if somebody is living with a Yevomis, the shame no, you shame issues. Right, he's marrying a Yevoma, not for the purpose of the mitzvah, because the Torah gave him a mitzvah. Lohakim shame lochiv. It's not why he's 
He's living with the Yavome. He's living with the Yavome because uh, companionship and love, he wants to, he wants to live with her. So the lotion of Abishol is Kilu Pegir Behelva. It's as though he's living with an Erva, meaning this is his sister-in-law. Under normal conditions, this is an elf. It's a mitzvah yibum. It's a big shayla to learn mitzvah yibum. We're not learning yivamas now. But, if you're doing it shaloy lishma, then it's kilu pegea belv. And this is that's evolved into halacha lamais of Ibn Ashkenaz. So the bottom line is, that Reb Chaim Berlin said, but when it comes to Chesed, when it comes to Chaim when it comes to helping keep other people alive, there even if it's Shaloy Lishma, you could do it. That was his clout. And that's what the Tzitz brings down in Shuvahs. The difference between such a mitzvah. So it's interesting that over here by Stalker, the Torah goes to great lengths to tell us that you should be doing it for the right reasons. You shouldn't hold yourself back. These are all different descriptions of doing something with with the Gans and the Shomer. You have to know why. Bait Stalker is the least important. So let's get back to what Rabbi Shul Leib said. Everybody asks, famous question, why does the Torah always talk about Schar in Olam This week's parasha also. Always talks about the Schar, the Brochus. Talks about Olam Doesn't really talk about Olam so the famous word is that Olam Haba is not something we could even describe. It's, it's indescribable. Yofe Shoachas Keres Ruach in Olam Haba we call Chay Olam So the Gedolei Achroinim and the Chachmei Amusa say a Keres Ruach is a smell. It's like it's like a, it's like a breath. It's like you breathe in. It's like a it's what we call a Shmek Tabak. If somebody takes a little Tabak. They smell a little smelling salts. That one smell of Olam is more than the whole Olam So it's not describable. It's not something the Torah could talk about. But the Dubin Magid had a beautiful day and how he explains Chav Olam with his marshal, Kedarkai. He says there was a guy who was traveling, a wealthy businessman. He was traveling. There was a big sale where they were selling merchandise. And he went to buy, bought, he bought very expensive materials and silks. And then he hired a wagon driver to drive him back to his hometown. He gets onto the wagon. And he's so nervous. He sees uh, two big pots in the wagon right next to where he wants to put down his expensive materials. One pot is full of meat, stew-like. The other pot has like a soup. And this is like a nightmare for him to have food in the car. 
there's liquid in it, and they're traveling, and they're bumping around, and this stuff is going to get ruined. He tells the guy, what are you doing? He says, I... He says, I have expensive stuff here. I can't, I can't, I can't make a 10-hour a trip, a 20-hour trip with, with, with pots of soup and meat. And it's mice. So the guy tells him, what do you want from me? I'm not a gavir like you. You're a rich man. You get hungry on the way. You stop in an expensive restaurant. You go to a pundik. You go to a, you go to a hin. And the He says, I can't afford that. I can't starve either, so I need to have food along. Anyway, the Gavir looks at him with tremendous rachmanus. He says, Taya my dear brother, don't worry, you can get rid of this pot and the soup, give it out, give it to Raniyam here. Wherever I stop, I'll take you in, and you can eat like I eat. Don't worry about it. Anyway, he had the most delightful trip back. Every five, six hours or whatever it was, they stopped, relaxed. They ate well. The last stop before they get to the destination, the driver, the wagon driver, is just, he's, he's in such Canadian, he never had such a trip. He's thinking it's too good to be true. His concern is that the couple hundred ruble that he was going to make on this trip is going to get consumed. The rich guy is going to tell him when they get off, listen, Lamaisa, I paid for your meal, so let's deduct it. So he voiced his concern to the to the wealthy businessman who turned to him and said, your meals are on me. You, you, you were traveling for me. You didn't take your food along for me. It's all me. I pay for your meal. That's for me. It's on me. It's not a favor for you. It's a favor for me. That's how the Dubin Magid describes Doilam Hazel Vayit. That's how he describes it. Zoktel, 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 Rabbi Shuleib, that that's the Pshat, that the Torah describes the Schar of Oilam Hazel. The bracha that we're telling you here is not because you're going to listen. It's to facilitate it. It's Asher Tishmu. That's what the bracha is for. The bracha is to facilitate the person to continue being Oivet Hashem. That's what all the Gashmias is there for, all the brachas of the Gashmias. It's a half pshat. But I want to add a different mahalach, which will connect to what I want to bring out with Stokin. I often bring down Remorchai Banet's beautiful pshat in the Gemara and Rosh Hashanah. Famous Gemara. Everybody asks what's Tzadigomo. He's giving stalker because for Shaloi Lushma. So for that he's called a Tzadik Gomo. Why is he a Tzadik Gomo? You could say he's, he's it's stalker. So Taka the Chovetz Chaim al brings down that maybe the old Giris in the Gemara just had a Tzadik and a Gimel. And it really meant that he's a stalker Gemur. It's stalker. 
Not that you're a tzaddik. We brought down a mahalach from a Mordechai Banet. Doesn't mean you're giving it shalalishma. The way that's the way simply the Gemara. That's the Chaposha Pshat the Gemara. But he says a pshetl. His pshetl is not pshat. You're giving the tzoke because you want to give tzoke, but you don't want the oni to feel like he's a recipient. So therefore, you tell the oni that it's bishvil sheyichia bni. Listen, Oni, I'm giving you money, so I should have a Yeshua. That kind of stock is the highest stock. Because then the Oni doesn't feel like a taker. Just like we often said from the Pshat and Kalb the reason why Chazal say he, anybody went into his house as hungry as a dog, went out full. Why do Chazal compare stalker to a dog, to a hungry dog, a full dog? All things are pella. The terrorist is. He took everybody that came into his house feeling like they're a nitzrach. A dog is called a nitzrach because he comes on to people. They went out. He transformed them into a new thing, to a new being. That was the koyach of Kalba Savur. Why is this so important? Why are we only niggle in the schus of Tzstokeh? Because Tzstokeh, besides for being a mitzvah, it embodies Valachta Bidrochov. That's who the Abish is. The Abish is a Rav Chesed. The Abish is a Hametiv. That's the whole Mahus of the Rabbanishon. That's the Mahus of Briasailam. And therefore, Tstoke has a huge, huge crown on top of it. That it's a way of clinging to HaKadosh Borch. And if you miss that, you miss the boat. That's why the Torah goes out of its way by its talker to tell you, listen. Give talker and the Abish does oifen of giving talker. The reason why the Torah goes through all of these different descriptions and kriks into you, how you're giving the talker, is the Torah is telling you, be of Allah to bidroch of your tzedakah should be godly tzedakah. Not the other kind of tzedakah. Even though the other kind of tzedakah is also a mitzvah. And not only it's a mitzvah, like we said, even Shalai Lushma, it's still considered a mitzvah. And to a certain degree, al tzedakah, you could say it's a whole mitzvah. But it's still not valachta bidrochav. And the ultimate bracha we have in this world is Valachta Bidrachov. Living a life, a godly life, that is the greatest bracha. That is the best way to go through life. And that's why the Torah begins and says, listen, the Torah starts by saying, meaning this is the bracha. Living the life of Asher Tishmun, living the life of Allah Tabidrochov, living the life of going in the Derech Atera, that itself is the greatest bracha. And that's why it doesn't say Im Tishmun, it says Abrocha Asher Tishmun. And that explains why the Gula Asida, the ultimate Gula, which requires us to embrace the Shekhinah and to have a Binyan Loyal Void, 
a permanent Beis Hamikdash, we have to be Mekayim Valachta Bidrochov. And that's why it's the that's why the Haftorah the Novi says Bitstoko to Koinani. Because without a Valachta Bidrochov, it's not Shaykh to be able to have a Beis Hamikdash. Agut Shabbos.